0: I guess like it's really nice to be able to kind of like plan ahead, you Mm. know, like, um, I don't know, like I've put out like a couple of albums and not to say like we've been doing stuff like super like last minute, but it does kind of like feel that way a lot of times. So now like it's kind of nice. Like we literally started prepping for, you know, the release of the album since like uh, last year.
1: When did you finish Um, recording?
0: I finished recording... (laughs) <laughs> I think, like, in November of 2018. Wow, So, okay. yeah. Even, I think, like, a little bit before that, yeah. too. Because November, we were just, like, shooting music videos and um doing other, like, creative stuff, you know? Like, prepping, you know, like, photo shoots and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like, really dial in what I really want for this album. So, it's kind of nice to have that time to be able to think of, okay, like, who should we feature on this track and mm-hmm. that track, you know? And it gives us, like, more time to, like go into mixing and making sure everything sounds perfect. I'm kind of a perfectionist, mm-hmm. <laughs> but um I don't know how and when I became a, a perfectionist. As a kid, I was just like all over the place. But it's kind of nice to be able to do that, you know, like with the amount of time that we have before the album release.
1: You feel like you weren't that way with your music early on?
0: Uh, kind of, you know, like not that I wasn't like, thorough with mm-hmm. my music but it's always like um okay like go into a studio right um and get it produced and then straight away oh this is perfect like okay let's mix it but this time around i was able to like you know there's something wrong about this line mm. or whatever you know like two months later i'm like i'm gonna go back in and fix this line
1: you think that's a good impulse though at a certain point you have to let it out yeah. into the world and move uh-huh. on to the next thing <laughs>
0: But that's the thing, like, um a lot of times I always felt like, you know, listening to my album, my previous albums, I'm just like, oh, man, I wish I had that thought mm. of, like, maybe I should fix this. And, and, I, and I didn't. And then listening to it again, I'm just like, oh, man, I wish I actually went back in and, like, you know, delivered, like, a different way of vocal delivery or something. So, you feel
1: like it's just sort of trapped there now every yeah. time. <laughs> is, is it the case when you go back and Not that you, like, are... Going back and listening to your stuff all the time, but mm-hmm. when when you do for whatever reason, is it the first thing that jumps out at you?
0: Kind of, you know, it's just like ah, uh, like you um, you just feel like as an artist, you know, ah, uh, you could have done something about mm-hmm. that, and y- you you can, you know, like as you're creating, you can always just go back and then make it like how you really want it to be, you know. And I wasn't doing a lot of that before, so for this album. I get to do that, you know, like for example, like trying to get the right person as a feature for a song, you know, like I was I was not gonna just settle down for, okay, we couldn't get this guy, let's settle for this for this guy, you know? So I was able to like, let's wait, you know, let's give it some time, let I still want this person to be on this track, and then I managed to do that for this album, you know, so every single person that's on the album they mean something to mm. me and i'm just i'm just really happy that i got to do that for for this album you know like we were going to maybe release the album in 2018 but if we had if we we did that we wouldn't be able to come up with this like solid body mm-hmm. of work you know for the album
1: do you have a specific person in mind when you're writing a song when you're putting it together in the early stages
0: not really it's normally like the car stereo stage mm-hmm. <laughs> when you're like listening to your yeah. music in the car that's when i just like oh wow you know like you'll have like these ideas like i drive all the time yeah. in, los in los angeles yeah so you have like to, yeah. i spent a lot of time in the car and just thinking about Whatever, you know, and then sometimes you drive down Echo Park and you see mm. billboards and then you're like, oh, that guy could be perfect for, her. you know, just like It's completely like that. crazy that mm-hmm. you're at
1: this point in your career <laughs> where you're able to literally just like go grocery shopping with billboards on the freeway.
0: It's insane. Like, I never thought I could do that as well. Yeah. But I don't know, like over the time, like spending a lot of time in LA, you, it's so small, you know, mm-hmm. the industry is so small and you end up like just meeting people and you'll just never know who's listening to your music Mm -hmm. for me like i'm i'm just a kid from malaysia but once i put out my first album my second album these songs have been places you know and then that's how i got usher to jump on crush because he heard this one song that i have which was like not a lot of people knew about that song, you know, but he knows. So I'm like, I don't know how he found out about the song, but...
1: Usher's got his feelers out in the world, it seems like. Oh, yeah, he's right? awesome.
0: He's so, like, you know... Like, he's looking um, for in tune new with people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So just, like, stuff like that. You'll just never know where your music, like, would end up, you know, like... Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter if it's, like... Sometimes I, I, I'm super self-conscious, like, is this cool enough, you know? And then all of a sudden oh yeah usher thinks it's cool you know it's like weird how that works but yeah and um so all these people that i've worked with you know like i had like moments with them where you know i would perform at the same festival or or, or, like had dinner in london with this person and um been friends for like forever you know and um it's really cool. Like, I can't wait to share this album. And also, you know, drop some names. <laughs> I can't wait to do that, too. But for now, it's just, yeah. like, uh, all under wraps. Like, it's a surprise.
1: You said, I'm just a kid from Malaysia, but I think the thing that we tend to forget is that, like, everyone's just, everyone's just a kid from somewhere, right? Yeah. I mean, everybody, uh-huh. everybody's everybody been through that process. Like, mm-hmm. you, we were talking before, I something in relation to Pharrell before, and you're like, oh, yeah, it's Pharrell. He's a nice guy. He's just, he's Pharrell, you yeah. know? I mean, it seems like they're as eager people like, you know, Usher or Pharrell to work on something, mm-hmm. know, to to collaborate with somebody new. Yeah. How important is, is collaboration to you?
0: Super important. Yeah. I never used to believe in that before you know like i don't know like
1: you were too precious about your own stuff i was
0: too you know like i don't know like it's just i I was never used to it number one number two i was never exposed to that kind of like culture of like oh Mm. hey let's collab you know like oh hey let's have this rapper jump on this track because i came from like a super like acoustic jazzy world and now that i'm you know, a little bit older, a little wiser. Like I see the importance of it because Mm. if you don't collaborate, you know, you're just going to be stuck in your own momentum, which is not big enough, you know, to make like waves or to make people come and like listen to you. I started doing that like a couple of albums ago and it was a lot of fun. And the last album, I had Usher and Janaye, you know, Mm -hmm. and that really opened up. The door for me, kind of just like a lot of fans from the Usher world and the Genet world, you know, like they discovered my music. So it was really nice to have a new set of people to, yeah. like, love your song, you know, not just like, listen, mm, Yeah, they actually became, you know. Become your fans. And, um, so yeah, that, it's really important. I don't see like, you know, I meet a lot of artists who's just like, Oh yeah, no, I'm not going to like work Mm -hmm. with other people. I'm just going to like be in the studio somewhere in some cabin and just, you know, be in my own world. Like, okay, well, that's great. But, you know, like you, you're missing out on just being more creative and like, I don't know, like I, I love it.
1: You still get to be the boss though.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, you still kind of just like, well, it doesn't fit. With this song, you know, what you're doing, and I've done that before with the features that I have now, you know, like, oh, I really want you to, like, maybe... Rap a little bit more on this part, you know, um, sing a little less, kind of bossy, but, you know, I wanted to paint a picture for my song, like, a, a certain way, you know, I wanted to have it mm-hmm. sound a certain way. Um,
1: you, you had an, an idea. An idea. Yeah. Or,
0: like, this voice will be perfect for this. Mm-hmm. But of course, you know, I give them the creative, uh, the creativity to just explore what they want to do and have, you know, maybe like guide them a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, because sometimes they don't know about it. You yeah. know, like, when you do, this, it sounds freaking amazing. And then you're like, oh, really? Like, okay, I'll, I can do that. I'm like, okay, But cool. you equally have to
1: be open to new yeah. ideas. I mean, I use the word precious before from the standpoint of, you You have to be willing to, if a new idea arises, yeah. to, to kind of move away from that original mm-hmm. vision that you had.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I definitely have to be more open-minded about it, which, I, you know, I have it, to admit I wasn't yeah. before. You know, like, even, for example, like working with Pharrell for example he's an amazing Mm. producer but when before that session happened I had like kind of like cold feet kind of just like oh my god what if the song is not something that I want to do you know so that kind of like negative thought like in my head and then it you know we just like went into it and it it was just an amazing like process you know and Mm. I still like laugh at myself, like, why would I think that way, you know? So, yeah, you just kind of like have to be open about making music you're creating, yeah. you know? And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it's
1: somebody like Pharrell specifically, you know, you have to realize, like, there's a reason why I, it's him that I want to work with. Yeah. Like, I know that he is very good at his yeah, job, yeah, you yeah. know? Yeah. But,
0: you know, like sometimes you just, I don't know, as an artist, you just like sure. have that switch. You're just like, oh my God, like, what if it changes yeah, yeah, yeah. my whole sound, uh, my whole sound, you know? So, yeah. But, but your, now your sound has changed. I mean, it's evolved. <laughs> it has evolved. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, now I understand that. Like, yeah. you have to constantly evolve and not be at the same place all the time. So, um, yeah, I'm really happy. Now I have a song with my last album. I have a song with DJ Premier, which Mm. was like Yuna and DJ Premier. What? You know, so and I have a lot of fun doing it. So
1: I was reading an interview where you were talking about putting on a festival and it strikes me as similar from the standpoint of you've got to cede a certain amount of responsibility to people. You have to trust people. But at the same time, there has to be somebody up top who's calling the shots, who has the larger vision.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I think it's also like when you're working with people, like collaborating with people, like, um, it's a community thing as mm. well, you know, like the music community. It's not, it's not big. It's pretty small. Yeah. You know, everyone knows everyone. So why not, you know, just like work with each other. And yeah, living in LA, I think like really opened my eyes. Like, okay, well, this is something that I got to do. You know what I mean? Like not to just get more fans, but it's also good for my sound. I want to see, like, what can I do with this artist? What can I do with that artist? Mm-hmm. You know, like, for example, like, I don't know, one day I would love to work with Tame Impala, you know, and, um, mm-hmm. I think Kevin Parker is an amazing musician, amazing artist. Like, let's do something, you know, like, so these are all these, like, ideas, like, I have, and, and also it enables me to think bigger like, think of a bigger picture, like, what can I bring to the table, you know, like, okay, I know I'm good at this and that, for example, like, oh, like, I'm good at doing stacks of vocals, like harmonizing, you yeah. know, or oh, people love that shit, you know, so okay, let's, let's <laughs> give them that, you know, so. Yeah.
1: You know, you're describing your, your earliest stuff as being almost like acoustic jazz. Where did the most dramatic change happen to your sound along the way?
0: I think it was Pharrell. (laughs) Yeah, no, him. Like, he literally kind of just like set me down. Okay, you know, you gotta try and do this, you know? And, um, that, and then I think my last album, two chapters, I just decided, okay, let's just put out like a full R&B album, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, Mm -hmm. which made it to, it was so weird. (laughs) It's kind of funny. Like, it made it to like the top 20 R&B albums. In 2016 good. on Billboard you yeah. know what I mean it was yeah. just like kind of surreal like, oh yeah. that's kind of cool you know that I did that yeah I guess it takes a while to really find your like your sound you know I thought I found my sound when I was like 20 like no you know yeah. like now I'm like 30 something it's still changing, you know? It's still evolving, so...
1: You don't feel like you're there yet? I mean, do, do you feel like you have a... You have a sound, well, yeah. and, and you have something that's unique to you, Yeah, but.
0: I still feel like, you know, like I have a voice for, like, pop music, and not just, like, R&B, and b you know? I'm down to just try out different things. I have a song with, like, DJs, and, you know, like, I have songs with Adventure Club, mm. which is, like, a an amazing, like... DJ duo from, mm-hmm. yeah, and yeah, and I would love to continue making music with them, you know what I mean? So I'm not just like, oh no, I'm only doing yeah. R&B now, you know, so I'm down, like, if I were to work with Zet, oh, I'm super down to work with Zet.
1: I talk to artists about this all the time, about whether dissatisfaction is a is a good thing or not, you know, mm-hmm. I think obviously, like, you want to be happy with the work you do, but mm-hmm. if you ever felt like you made the perfect product, what's yeah. going to motivate you to keep creating?
0: Mm-hmm. It's never it's never going to be perfect. You know, there's always going to be something that you just like, Ah, I like for me, like not that I'm never going to be happy enough about the music I put out. But like, even right now, I'm already like the album's not even out yet. I'm ready to go back into the studio and like, you know, like I'm always having ideas like, oh, wow. You're constantly like exposed to like new exciting things, you know, because you're always doing stuff. You're always traveling, you're always listening to things. You're always watching a new show Mm -hmm. and listening to the songs on the show, you know, just like stuff like that. Life just has a way to keep you like hungry, be more hungry about Things. so now i'm just like oh yeah i'm down to just work with this person this producer that i admire you know like oh who did this track from this artist you know okay i'm gonna try and work with this person so i'm already in that place right now you know i'm not even like going on tour yet <laughs> so yeah i mean like you're you always have to i don't know like find something that makes you be constantly like hungry and inspired but it's easy if you're a musician if you're like a real musician mm-hmm. yeah that's that's the way that you will function in life that's why sometimes you see like people quit oh yeah i don't do music anymore you know and it's really sad because it takes a lot to quit doing music
1: i interviewed someone last night and you know he's been making music for a long time he took four years off and i asked him if it was difficult and he said no he just can not he just didn't want to do it for a while, and he was able to turn it off. Not uh, everybody has that. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if it's a blessing yeah. or a curse.
0: Yeah, because you'll get, like, really, really sad when you you stop creating, you know? Yeah. Like, it's a part of your life for so long. I like to try and keep it going and, like, also, obviously, find a way to survive, you mm-hmm. know? Like, you got to be smart with that, too. Like, music is a business, you yeah. know? Like, you're selling your, your product. Yeah, you just have to find, like, the right balance of your sound, your identity, and also what works with what's going on right now, you know, and um, what people want right now as well. So, you have to take that into consideration, too. That's how I feel.
1: Product is, it's kind of, it's a tricky word. Viewing music through a capitalist lens is is, is a little (laughs)
0: bit tricky,
1: right? I mean, like you said... You know, you're living in L.A. or if you're out here in New York or anywhere where it's, you know, the cost of living is really high. Mm -hmm. It's something that's constantly on your mind. Music does have to be a job and and not just a hobby. Do you think maybe that takes something away from at least those kind of like early romantic notions that you had about music?
0: Yeah, of course. You know, that's the tricky part about like making music. You always want to try when you're in the studio. You always want to try and like... Take yourself out of the studio and then put yourself back into the bedroom you were in when you were, like, 18. When you are making your MySpace songs. Exactly. It's tough, and sometimes I'm able to do it, sometimes I don't, you know. And um, either way, I'm still going to, like, come up with something that's mine. So I try not to, like, overthink things and just create, you know, because you're not the same person that you are anymore, Mm -hmm. like, 12 years ago right? So, yeah, for me, I just, like, go with the flow, you know, and be present, kind of just like, oh, who's in the studio right now? Like, I have writers that I work with now, you know? I Mm. never used to have writers in my bedroom. (laughs) It's just me. (laughs) That'd be weird, (laughs) yeah. yeah. (laughs) And, like, you know, producers who just, like, kind of, like, another person to jam out to, you know, like, with music, and I like what I do now, you know? Like, it's nice, and I'm able to come up with the best music that I've ever meet in my entire life mm-hmm. you know right now so yeah talking about this album this is like my husband was listening to the album like flying back to malaysia mm-hmm. and he was like yeah no like, it's a good
1: long flight to release really yeah. <laughs> <In a moment. laughs>
0: and he's like i was like listening to this song and then uh, this album and then i listened back to like your last album and wow you've you've grown you know like yeah. this is this amazing like piece of work you have here so
1: do you wait but, until it's done to play for him
0: Oh no, he's okay. he's been there like throughout the okay. like, you know like the whole process, like which is awesome because he's not exactly like my number one fan, you know. When we when in some we... ways, I'm, I hopefully
1: he is. <laughs> and when we yeah. met, you know,
0: he just like he knew one song maybe, yeah. and he's just like I don't know what's the big deal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they call that but... negging in dating. <laughs> but you know, like
0: yeah, I'm really blessed to have someone like him to kind of just like yeah. you know to um, share ideas and like what do you think about this? What do you think about? This? that, you know, because he's not 100% biased, you know, like with my sound and he's just just not like, oh my God, babe, that sounds amazing. Every single time I write a song, you know, so yeah, it's, it's great to have someone like that in the house and at home.
1: Take me back to when you were first starting, you know, when you were in the, as you said, in the bedroom, the kind of the the, the MySpace days, what was the motivation then?
0: Wow. Okay. So this is a great story. (laughs) I auditioned. So I, um, I was in law school and I auditioned Mm. for this talent show, which is kind of like a Malaysian version of American Idol. And I got in and I took a week, off from from school not telling them what I was doing you know like screw it if I'm gonna be in the show for two months I'm gonna miss classes Mm -hmm. for two months They can kick me out whatever you know so this is what I wanted to do I was in like law school too (laughs) I went for the audition and I got in and I was in their camp for like a week I got through the next stage and the stage after that, mm-hmm. and then this the final stage before getting into top 12, kind of, you know? Like, when you're able to, like, sing on stage your own song, mm-hmm. you know, like, whatever song that you, you've you picked for yeah. yourself. And I didn't get through to that stage. And the reason being, I don't know, they had this, like, weird styling, like, test, you know, and they didn't like my style. It was really weird and also dumb. So I went Back, they sent me home. I was just like, oh my god, I can't believe I went through all that. It was so stressful.
1: Were you like, this is it for my music career. I'm done. I'm yeah, back to law school now. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: I was like, I'm never gonna do this ever again. You know, I'm never gonna sing ever again, kind of. But I went back and I got on a phone call with uh, a really good friend of mine and he was like, why are you doing this show? Yeah. You play the guitar. You can sing, you yeah. know, like, you can really sing. You don't have to be one of those artists. that's like, like a power house vocal kind of like singer and I was like yeah you're right he's like okay you need to write your own songs like right now so it's exactly what I did and just like okay well I know how to record my songs kind of you know like put it on myspace and see what happens Mm. and that changed everything you know so I got addicted to that yeah. I think yeah so
1: when you first started doing it you were very conscious about not showing your face or showing pictures of yourself
0: oh yeah so which is like
1: it's kind of a 180 from trying to be on a tv show
0: yeah I was curious to see like how people would react to this song itself not thinking of because you know I wear the hijab mm-hmm. which is like I'm, I'm Muslim so I practice modesty and I wear the scarf and being a singer and wearing the scarf it's Something very, like, foreign, very new. Kind of weird <laughs> from where I'm from. So maybe I just wanted to keep that hidden. Mm-hmm. The fact that I wear this scarf, you know. And yeah. uh, the Malaysian music industry, you know, it's not something that's like, oh, you know, like, yeah, you can keep the scarf on and also be a singer. They're always going to make you, like, have your hair out and be all, you know, like, pretty and sexy. So I was curious to see, like, what would happen, you know. And people started, like following my my page and downloading my songs and like leaving comments and then finally I got an invite to perform live and mm. I'm like, Okay, well this is it, you know? <laughs> and I didn't expect people to show up. But a lot of people came to my first show yeah. and they were surprised at, you know, like, oh, this hijabi girl is like playing the guitar, yeah. actually singing. She sounds like the recording. It's her, you know, so it was really cool. It was I think that, you know, that became like Viral a little bit back then. Yeah. Viral was a new thing. I think that's how like it, it started. You know, like I graduated law school and just decided to focus on music and kept on. You like, went all the
1: way through law maybe, school, though. You saw that oh, to the end. Okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that to
0: the end. Well, yeah, no, I mean, like a lot of
1: people, they're like, "I'm gonna do this music thing and exactly. just gonna drop out." Yeah, law school no. is not easy.
0: I was literally balancing like yeah. between the two things, like and you know, going to school and still weekends. I got I imagine
1: it's just like that's not it's just not a conversation you want to have with the parents, you know, no. just being like, uh, you know, this little law school thing. Like, let's yeah. put that on hold while uh-huh. I try to be a rock star. Yeah,
0: no, like, um, actually, my dad was really supportive. Yeah. Like, he was like, "No, you're not. You know, you're not going to be a lawyer. You're just going to just focus on this music okay. thing." Yeah, so because he plays music too. Yeah. And he's a lawyer. Um, you
1: come from a family of musical lawyers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he's like, you know, not everybody can do what you do. And yeah. he was a, he was really blown away by the fact that I could write songs mm. because he he couldn't, you know. Yeah. And he was like, it was really interesting. My relationship with my dad, like, we don't really talk. He's one of those Asian dads. <laughs> It's just like do your homework. Yeah. yeah, do this, do that. And then he would just sit down with me and just like, So how do you write your own songs? You know? Like like I don't know that. I just like just play the guitar and yeah. just like fit the words in and he's like, But you know, so you write all these songs yourself with no help? Yeah. Like, yeah. Pretty much. And he's like, wow. That's funny. So you feel like that's yeah. the first
1: time you're, that you like, really impressed your dad.
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, they're great. My parents are super supportive. Like, even coming out to America, like, I don't know what was happening, like, what was in their minds to just, yeah. like, in their hearts to just let their only daughter, like, yeah. go to literally, <laughs> literally to the other side of the world. Yeah, but it happened, and yeah, I'm really glad they they let me do, you know, like what I wanted to do with my music. That's kind of a
1: crazy story too, right? I mean, the, the label actually came to you in Malaysia, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so my manager um, found me on MySpace. <laughs> oh, thank you, MySpace. My manager flew out and then um, found me, and I wasn't going to fly out to L.A. by myself. So she's like, okay, well, you come out to Kuala Lumpur and come see me, and met ben my manager Mm. and thought that he was cool you know he's like this young like very hungry very passionate very excited about Mm. music you know and um the artist that he had from before was like dev and the cataracts Mm -hmm. you know and they were like really heavy on the pop thing and it wasn't really my style but he was really supportive in terms of you can keep your you know like image as a Muslim girl mm. with a scarf, and I'm like, that was the one thing that wow, that's amazing because yeah. I wasn't signed to any labels back home because they were asking me to take off my scarf, like that, change everything. It's crazy
1: because isn't, it isn't it a majority yeah. Muslim country? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's not. So,
0: but you know, like the music industry back home, like they they really wanted the the singers to have like a certain style, you know, so. Mm. Look a certain way, which is fine. It, it was just not for me. So I just started my own company and just did everything like independently, you know, and I was doing really well back home and I just like, okay, well, let's, let's try this out because that was like my, I don't know, my long-term plan was to make music outside mm-hmm. of Malaysia because I was doing a lot of English music, but they weren't doing so well back home because, yeah. you know, like people back home would just listen to Malay music.
1: I assume everyone's listening to American music, but that's <laughs> just sort of my very like world. <laughs> narrow worldview.
0: That's true, but they prefer listening sure. to Rihanna or yeah, yeah. you know rather yeah. than Yuna's yeah. English stuff. Yeah. You know, so if they're going to listen to something local, they want yeah, to exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I just like took the opportunity and went to LA and meet music. My first experience working with producers, you know. um... And I loved it working with Pharrell too. On my mm-hmm. first album was like pretty amazing. You know, I had to kind of like learn quick too. So it was just like okay, like sit in the studio, which I've never done. You yeah. know, sit in the studio and like like there's this track? Okay, write something. You know, so it was it was fun.
1: I mean, we we're talking about how it was difficult to collaborate early on. But it sounds like the flip side of that might have been you fly around the world mm-hmm. and you're working on your first record with. Mm-hmm. This very famous and successful record producer. I feel like if I was in that situation, I would have difficulty speaking up, just generally.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's you know why I told you before. Like you know, I wasn't sure about the session. Like, oh my god, what? What am I gonna say if I don't? F- if I don't feel it, you know? Yeah. Like, what? What do I say? Like, how do I address it? And you know, you just kind of like have to see yourself as a as an artist mm-hmm. that knows what she wants, you know and it's it's not something new. I'm pretty sure, you know, like the producers, you know, they they've dealt with a lot of artists who are just like, uh, you know, like not really my thing. Again, you know, trying not to overthink things and just like, oh, okay, you know, like just be honest. Mm-hmm. I think that's like the most important thing that I've learned throughout my years, like making music. What does that mean? Just speak up, you yeah. know, like yeah, exactly. Like Immediately, like, not after a whole day of, like, finishing the song, and then you're like, yeah, no, that's not by me. Um, <laughs> and
1: they're like, that was $20,000 of studio time? <laughs>
0: yeah, no, like, that doesn't work. Yeah, thank God, I've never had to, yeah. you know, like, do that. Like, um so far, everything that I've worked on, like, I love every single one of them, you know? Like, Pharrell and I, we probably did, like, five songs, amazing songs, mm-hmm. and we put out maybe, like, three, you know? So, yeah, I love every single, song that we worked on.
1: How does this record feel different?
0: It had... I don't know. It's... Uh, someone mentioned it to me. Like, it sounds... You know, this sounds like a memory. You know? Like, this album or, like, these songs sounds like something that I've heard before, but from a long mm. time ago. And that's kind of, like, exactly, like, the vibe that I was going for. You like, mean it
1: sounds retro, in a way? Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um Retro, but it's also, like, new. It's different. Yeah. It's, you know, it's not... What's on the radio right now. Yeah.
1: You ever get that feel? It's kind of deja vu, but you're like, I don't think I actually experienced this, but it does feel weirdly familiar.
0: Yeah. It's like, you know, like you go into a record store and one of those, like you go into that section where it's like $1.99 for a vinyl and then you pick, you pick it up. It's from the seventies or the eighties and it's going to be great.
1: You know, you know, it's going to be. Who are we talking about here? Give me some names.
0: Anybody, you know, like. Even, like, like
1: funk, we're talking soul. Funk,
0: you know? And, um, it could be, like, an artist that you've never heard of. Like, she probably has that one record out, you know? Like, and it's now, like, a dollar vinyl, you know? So
1: She's a nurse now. Yeah.
0: (laughs) You know, so, like, one of those, it it has that, like, vibe of just, like, discovering, like, new music. You know, I love Mm -hmm. going to record stores uh, in L.A. and just, like, going through the, you know, dollar pile. and. Find something that's like really cool. Try to keep that, that style, that feel in, in the music. Yeah. yeah. You're talking
1: about sort of the difficulty of breaking through in Malaysia wearing a hijab. That coupled with the fact that it's um, not every day that somebody comes from Malaysia and breaks through <laughs> yeah. in the U.S. I mean, it sounds like there's probably a lot of pressure of, like, representation. Of, you oh, know, Like, no, you're yeah. that person. You're, like, that representative to a lot of mm-hmm. people of this giant swaths of the earth. I mean, obviously, like, Islam is, you know, huge. Yeah.
0: In the beginning, I felt that pressure, you know, mm. but now, especially, I don't know, there's something about turning 30 <laughs> just is something to you. Like, you just don't care, you know, because you have... Yeah a lot of other stuff to worry about you know like but for me like before it was like the pressure to be perfect like you know Mm -hmm. like oh the media cannot know about this or like people cannot know whatever whatever, you know like oh what what are people gonna think if i work with this person you know and i just don't care you know i i really don't want to live within anybody's like Rules, kind of, you know, like um, I know what I'm doing. I know I don't see myself doing anything like wrong sure you know and um and i have a lot of people support you know who shows like a lot of love and support for my music and what i do and um for example if i go on tour out here you know like the muslim community out here they're so loving you know they're so like oh we're gonna bring you food we're gonna bring you you know like all these gifts and we're gonna come and support you they're like all these like hijabis are in the front row and i love them exactly (laughs) like we'll take you to and i would probably like would spend some time with them you know like after the like hey yeah i'm down for halal let's you gotta go come hang out in my
1: neighborhood in queens man <laughs> oh really
0: no I yeah no so you know <laughs> it's like something like that and i'm that kind of person who likes to hang out i don't know it's so yeah. weird like i like to hang out with my fans
1: some difficulties breaking through in malaysia initially but i assume the math changes on that quite a bit when you come all the way over here mm-hmm. you break through over here yeah. what happens when you go back home
0: when i go back home it's really weird like malaysians love their local artists yeah. but the locals who actually who work in people, their, who stay. people who stay and they go crazy like the um you know they're like fanatics pretty much like if you're like in a tv show with like 100 episodes oh they go crazy you can't even walk down yeah. the street you know but i can do that now which is nice <laughs> <laughs> it's like before when before i came out to the u.s that was pretty much how it was for me i couldn't even like walk at malls or yeah it's just really weird. Wait, well, you but feel
1: like you get less hounded now that you've come over yeah. here? Yeah. Or like people
0: are, you know, maybe there's a lot of Yuna lookalikes back home and then they see me and they're like, that's not Yuna, okay. right? She's in the U.S. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> they're like, no, that's not her. Yeah. You know, so... I,
1: I assume like, as it has everything else, I assume the internet is like, has changed so much of that yeah. in terms of like the, what people have access to.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I think... I don't know, like, people, uh, maybe they're more laid back, yeah. and maybe I'm not super relatable to, yeah. like, Malaysians, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're, they're really, they're super supportive for their, like, local acts.
1: Do you feel and like you're um, making music for an American audience at this point in your career?
0: Um, for, the, you know, like, worldwide, I yeah. think. I like to see it that way, yeah. yeah, because I still think of, like, for example, like, I have not Asian artists, like, on one of my songs, you know, like, I still keep that, like, in mind, like, I have to, you know, like, yeah. do something for my region, you know, yeah. so, but yeah, I mean, I love Malaysia, you know, like, I love my fans out there, like, I'm never abandoning them, you know, so whatever I do, I'm always like, okay, well, let's make sure we do some promo in Malaysia, like, okay, let's sell some merch in mm-hmm. Malaysia, so I get it, like, it's difficult, like, um, if they were gonna... If they were going to buy, like, a sweatshirt that's, like, $40, that's, like, 200 ringgit already, you know, which is, like, kind of, like, $200, you know, so... It also gets
1: pretty hot over there, maybe, (laughs) sweatshirts not the Probably.
0: (laughs) Oh, no, they would buy, yeah, so... But yeah, no, but they're great. They're like the the sweetest fans and they're, they're really smart. They have a lot to say Mm -hmm. when I put out like songs. They're always like, maybe your label should do this. Yeah. You know, the marketing team should do this. You know, you need to talk to your marketing team. I'm like, Oh, okay. You know, so they're really sweet. You know, they, they've been super supportive since day one. Like they want to see me because it's never been done before. You know, Mm -hmm. like not a lot of Malaysians are able to come out here and like, Break the music industry here and, you know, have collaborations with like Usher or Pharrell, you know, like sometimes I'm saying these things and I don't believe it. (laughs) I'm just like, wait, really? This happened?
1: Are you kind of still in touch and in tune with the music industry over there as far as you're in a position where you can perhaps give the next person a chance?
0: Definitely. You know, I'm, I always try to be supportive of like, um, Uh, the local artists, like, the younger artists back home. Um, I have, like, a management company, which was meant to manage my Mm -hmm. account back home. But since I'm always out here, we have a team back home that would sign, like, indie labels, you know, which is, like, an accidental thing because we have a lot of people, like, bands coming to us and just like, hey, this is my song. What do you think about it? Like... What can we do? How do we? You say it's accidental, but
1: I'm reading up on you, and you've become an industry.
0: <laughs> I'm like I'm, a, I'm a mom. Like you're backup. like,
1: you're like but, but you're also like, you're like management, and you're like clothing, and you're like, I'm going to put on a, a a music festival. I mean, you're slowly becoming.
0: <laughs> I try. It's it's fun, you yeah. know. Like um, because okay, like the music festival thing. That's the one thing that kind of like triggered me to to do that was, I always see talented like local mm. bands and artists they never get to play on a huge stage which is always reserved for international acts yeah. you know if you if you go to festivals in malaysia the smaller stages meant you know you know there's like main stage mm-hmm. and small stage and only the chosen ones will yeah. be able to play on the main stage, you know, and I've played on main stages before, but not for the the smaller, kind of like local, but, you know, like super talented band. When we did that, you know, we got like a lot of support from like local like companies and um, we managed to get this amazing sounding stage and we gave the opportunity to bands, you know, okay, so this will be your stage. And they were just like blown away. They're like, oh my God, this is a stage. And they were able to be more creative with, like, the lighting and, like, the visuals. They did a great job just, mm-hmm. like, handling all the visuals. They hired people to, like, do fun stuff. And it's interesting to see that, yeah, you know, like, we're capable of doing something like that. Like, only if we have that stage once in a while, you know, like... um Yeah, so basically that was what Lovely Fest was yeah. all about. Was like on like, local artists, like, just presenting their music and how they want to present it, you know, and um, I had a lot of fun doing that with my label, (laughs) with my label, like, we have, like, a few artists that didn't really know what to do with their music, Mm -hmm. you know, like, oh, how do we, like, make an album, and I'm like, okay, well, I guess we'll help you, you know, and then I'm now, like, super invested in them, you know, like, they want to create, like, visuals, and they would come up with something, Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, that's not good. No, but <laughs> like, let me shoot this. Let me let me help you with this. Do so, you,
1: Do you get any time off? <laughs> uh, not
0: really. Not really. Like, yeah. You know, like, I feel like I probably have to plan. I think my time off was um, during my wedding. Not even. Yeah. The wedding was, like,
1: crazy. I mean,
0: <laughs>
1: you don't want to hit pause when you're
0: hot. Yeah, no. I mean, I don't know. I'm okay to not... Have a break right now, you know. Like I'm You're enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. You know, I have a lot of fun. Like when I'm doing work out here, I have a lot of fun. I'm talking to you. I'm mm-hmm. having a lot of fun. And when I go back to Malaysia, I'm back in this. Like, okay, what's next for Pasta Light? You know, yeah. like the band that we manage. Um, what's um, what's going on with Bill? What's going on with Honey and Zoo? You know, and they all they're all like super unique. Mm-hmm. Uh, in their own ways and I'm I'm like always inspired by them even talking to them you know mm-hmm. like I learn new things as well so yeah like I just I love what I do <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: There you go. That was Yuna. Thanks so much to her for taking the time to do that really wonderful conversation. Her new record, Rouge, is out as of last month on VRB Forecast UMG. Thanks to Yuna. Thanks to Samantha for helping set up that conversation. Thanks to you guys, as always, for listening to the program. If you like the show, there are a number of ways to support us. You can rate and review us on iTunes. We're on uh, Google Podcasts and Spotify, YouTube now. I think Pandora in the very near future. Like us on Facebook. If you have any feedback, it's ROL rwellcast at gmail.com follow us on tumblr yes tumblr is still around and yes we are still on tumblr that's rwellcast.tumblr.com that's still the first and best place to get all your riyl related information and that's about all we got for this week so stick around because we're going to be back at just about this time next week with another episode of riyl